When Captain America throws his mighty shield, all those who chose to oppose his shield must yield. If he's led to a fight and a duel is due, then the red and the white and the blue will come through when Captain America throws his mighty shield. Well, hello again. This is Buck Benny speaking. I'm with my friend Bob. We are talking about the last episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier. And a great episode, so we will uh, discuss it and uh, spoil it. So if you haven't watched it, watch it first, because major spoilers in here, right from the get-go, pretty much, which I like. So uh, let's get started, and I've warned you enough. So at the I was impressed. I was worried that we would not see Falcon as Captain America until like right at the end of this episode, uh, or get that resolved right at the end. But it was within the first few minutes of the episode that we get to see him as um, Captain America, which was great. And uh, they the design of the uniform. I know Bob doesn't know this, but uh, it was probably the most comic, um, what, accurate uniform of any of character I have can think of in Marvel, really. Because uh, if you go and look at when the Falcon becomes Captain America in the actual comics, I mean, the cowl is the same, the coloring is very similar, everything. I mean, they just really did a nice job. And he had the wings and the whole thing. So, uh and, and uh, I believe, and don't hold me to this because, you know, like I've said before, comics I kind of knew in the 70s and 80s and part of the 90s, but I haven't really followed them since. And this this happened after that. So mm. I believe he took over the role of Captain America, but just every everybody that's been Captain America's have taken over for maybe an issue or three issues or arc of eight issues or something. And then of course, Steve Rogers comes back and takes the mantle back in the comics. I don't think it's gonna happen in the the, uh, the movies because they're not gonna, the, Chris Evans is done with that part, I think, and, and not gonna come back. And though he's supposedly signed to come back and do something, but I don't think they're anything but flashbacks or something. But anyway, um, so, so I think he's gonna. I think I think uh, Sam is gonna stay as Captain America for the foreseeable future. But uh, in the comics, I think you, I think it was four issues. I think it was like a four issue limited series or something where he became Captain America and then uh, went in a different direction after that. But it's neat that they modeled it after that costume, and it's a great. The costume's great. The he looks really good and uh, the action he does with it and the way he uses the wings to enhance what he does is, is great. And so um, anyway, Bob, what, what did you think of the episode or the fact that Sam turns into Captain America or go ahead? Yeah. I mean, I didn't read the comic, so I didn't. Right. I kind of knew that was coming, but I didn't realize that that was because I think I, my history is, ends like 1960s. Remember, I really like the reprints, so yes, I'm exactly. on. <laughs> um, So yeah, that was interesting that he took that role, and then you see the other captain also kind of be—he's still sort of a super soldier slash Captain America figure, but now he's all black and his uniform. Yes, 
I'm not now sure how that's going to work out. Um, well, and, and to go back to the comics again, because this was his his storyline is when I was still reading comics. And in the comics, he becomes who he says he's going to become in this episode. He becomes U.S. Agent is the name. It's kind of a silly comic bookish name, <laughs> but it is from the comic book. So what are you going to do? And, the, and again, a very comic book accurate uniform. That is the U.S. Agent uniform was essentially the black, white and red i guess i don't know how that tied into america too much and that it didn't have the blue anymore but whatever i'll look uh, it up yeah but it, you'll, you'll see it's got the stripes on the chair the whole thing just like just pretty much like it um and uh and he was uh, in the comics he was uh, a good carry but a darker version sort of of captain america so i mean i think they're headed in the right direction with him um a little he's a little screwed up when his thinking process and uh could easily be manipulated by bad people and so forth i think and so we'll we'll just see what they're going to end up doing with him but it's kind of for bob because he liked bob has liked that actor and i like the actor i mean i like i like and i think bob's even liked the character somewhat so i mean keeping that character around is probably a good thing anyway you were saying bob you looked it up and you saw so this. most of the time it's red white and black but occasionally he looks blue yeah um i don't know it probably depends on the artist i guess or something it always depends on the artist doesn't it yeah but uh anyway so so yeah so uh i, I like wyatt russell's performance um as i said before before i even knew he was kurt russell's son and I, I noticed i was like that looks like Kurt Russell in some shots and he sounds like Kurt Russell sometimes. And then we realized, Oh, that's his son. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, and a bit of Goldie too. You can see Goldie in his yeah, face. Yeah, exactly. Agreed. Agreed. So, yeah. uh, and then of course we find out what happens to Carly. I was a big Carly fan for wanting her to somehow navigate through this mess and still be alive as a, as a bad guy or whatever, or, or turn to be a good person. I don't know. But, uh, not to be apparently because we see her uh, bite the big one during this uh, uh, battle, and uh, I, I think it's interesting that Sam like gives her every chance he can. I mean, he lets her point guns at him and do all sorts of things, and eventually it looks like he's about ready to get shot by her uh, when uh, Sharon, Sharon Carter shoots Sharon shoots uh, shoots her for. For Sharon's own reasons, I think. Uh, certainly Sharon is this darker character than they think she is. And uh, she'll have an interesting... That's, forward. that's the interesting. Isn't she tied back to... Isn't that like Steve's girlfriend back in the 40s? Or is it's, that different in the In the 40s, it's, his, it's her... Uh, what is it? Is it her mom, I think? Or her aunt or whatever I, i'm not sure i can't remember what the relationship is between the two but it's peggy carter that is his girlfriend in the 40s but his girlfriend in, in comics throughout the 60s and 70s and beyond is sharon so uh but i do think and this again is heading in the direction where i didn't follow the comics that much and just didn't follow captain america that much i believe she does turn into a dark character at some point in, in the Captain America comics, but of course in comic books, because they're endless, right? They have issue after issue after issue that one writer will take and make a character dark and, and have them be, and then somebody else will 
will say, oh, they were being manipulated by somebody, somebody, and then they'll become a good character again. And it goes up and down, right? So she, I think she has been evil at various times. I'm not sure if in the current comic book iteration, whether she's what, what she is. Um, but in this, it looks like they're taking her to a darker place. And I think that makes sense with the, the five-year gap, with everything. I mean, it, I, I think they can play around a lot with characters who for one reason or another, we're negatively impacted by the five-year gap and how did they, how, how are, are they as a character uh, dealing with that? And for her, I think it, it hit her in a darker way, um, which I think is interesting. And so we'll, we'll just see how that plays forward. Supposedly after this, um, apparently we might be getting a Captain America 4 uh, movie and with, uh, with, uh, Sam being Captain America and that that will be an interesting piece and I think that'd be a good piece um, I don't know if we're going to get any more of these this series uh, I did notice at the very end the last thing they show uh, did you catch that Bob how they what it was called at the end um, I probably didn't this time usually yeah, I the screen, it shows where they usually show Falcon and Winter Soldier in the said Falcon and Captain America. America, Captain America and Winter Soldier at the end, instead of Falcon and Winter Soldier. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, the whole uh, certainly, I've, I've enjoyed uh, the Winter Soldier's aspect of this the whole time through. I thought he's their dynamic has been just great together. I love the fact that they Winter Soldier never seemed like, oh, I want to be Captain America and. You know, no. you me this shield. It's more like, why did you give up the shield? We picked you, <laughs> and then you just gave it up. It's like eh, you're kind of spitting on Captain America and me. Um, yeah, and I was, yeah, I was, I was hoping Carly would make it too. Yeah, and then at the very end, like you think they're like they're locking up the people from her gang, and there's like one world, one people. So you think the guard is like one of them. So you think yes. they're gonna kind of get away. But then Zemo's like, what is his driver? Is it Zemo's driver? Yeah, Zemo's driver, he, yeah. He takes him out. Yep. So that, I think that whole, I think it ended that storyline with that group. Right. Well, I think they, this, I can't think of anything else in Marvel that's ever done this to this extent. I mean, this introduced us in, or, and or created one way or another uh, just a bunch of people that could be villains or darker characters in the Marvel universe. I mean, you have Sharon that's gone dark that now is a darker character in the Marvel universe. You've you, you had Carly and then we lost Carly. Um, but I think on their end, they're going, well, that would have given us five or essentially bad people in this, in this series. Cause why you don't know which way he's going to go, but he seems like he's very susceptible to the dark forces and things. You've got Julie Louise Dreyfus's character that was introduced and is obviously going to be a dark character. And to get her, you know, that she's not just going to be in this series, she's going to head off into other things as well. And, and then Zemo, you have the revamped Zemo that I think is uh, after Winter Soldier. Well, no, it wasn't Winter Soldier. It was uh, Civil War, wasn't it? That he was the big part. Yeah, Civil War. After that, I mean, I was like, Zemo, I mean, probably, I wouldn't even say take him or leave him. I'd say 
leave him. I'm I'm not I'm not interested in seeing more stuff with him. But in this series, they completely revamped his whole personality and just everything, and he became way more interesting and way more like, oh, sometimes I may help you and sometimes I may hurt you, and I have my own agenda, but sometimes my agenda will benefit you and and i think he's a, a far more interesting character in that way to me now of everybody in marvel universe as far as villains and things go he's probably up there to be uh, the second most interesting villain they have compared to loki and in my opinion and that's pretty amazing revamp to do in the in the space of this little mini series so i love that um bob what do you think about all these do you agree with that about Zemo and, and things? Yeah, like well, I don't I don't think I actually watched Infinity War. Not Infinity War, I mean uh, um, Civil War. So I didn't know the character. Uh, the character that they showed in this I liked. He was really interesting. Yeah. He's kind of got, he's sort of the dual. He's got his own agenda, but he's sort of kind of good and bad at the same time. Yes. So I'm Go ahead. And I was just going to say he was a lot darker, portrayed a lot darker in uh, Civil War. Um, we get to see him uh, essentially drown somebody slowly, and uh, you know, and, and totally. But of course, they're 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 creating a movie villain person that you can go, oh, that's a yeah, guy. yeah. Whereas yeah. in this case, they're going, okay, now we're going to take it and spin it and say. You know, he was a bad guy that had this agenda, but he's sort of done with that agenda now. And now he's like an ambiguous character because like any good bad guy, he had some things in his past that were driving him. And so it made him, uh, you know, because you got to have a bad guy be somewhat sympathetic if it's going to be the best bad guys. And then they've even made him more sympathetic in this and more fun and funny. They definitely added to his comedic pieces and so that makes him a more interesting character. I mean, that's what, right? I mean, essentially, they brought him closer to Loki. That's what makes Loki so much fun is that Loki is not just a vicious, terrible guy. He also has a sense of humor, and he also, you just never know what he's going to do in any given situation. Um, in that way, um, certainly, uh, the main bad guy in Infinity War didn't have that. I mean, Josh Brolin played it and it was written pretty straightforward. I mean, he had, there were some pieces you could, you could get of what he was trying to do. He had some, I wouldn't call it a noble cause, but he was trying to fix the universe by saying it's overcrowded and we need to get rid of half of it. But the way he wanted to do it was. Uh, yeah. You don't, harsh. you don't like him much. You just want him to go down. That's, yeah. that's what drives it. You just want him to be taken down the whole yeah. movie. But for an ongoing character, I think that that isn't the best avenue you can go. I think a better avenue is the Zemo-Loki sort of thing, because then you're more interested in I mean, For instance, Loki now is going to carry his own series. And, you know, there aren't many villains you would go, oh, I'm going to have this villain carry this series. But with him, you can do it. Uh, well, well, we'll see if you can do it well, right? And so we'll be probably reviewing that here in the next few weeks as it comes up. I think oh, it's, it's, it's going on. It's going on up on um, Disney Plus. Plus. In, gonna, Loki's going to have his own. Yep, thing. I believe it's I, the first or second week of June that they start playing the episodes once a week. So. I wasn't never really a huge fan of him, but right. Hopefully. So we'll see. 
right? And then we'll decide. It, I could see that be a series where we review the first episode or two and then decide not, not going to go there. Um, well, we'll see. We might review the whole thing. If it's six episodes long, if once we get two or three episodes in, we'll probably just finish it out because it's so short. If it's nine or 12 episodes or something, we'll be like, nah. We'll have to see how, yeah. How I think I it'll be six. I think it's, I don't think it's going to be nine, but we'll see. I'm sure it's going to, I'm sure it's going to be great. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, they, do they do anything? I mean, they, uh, in my opinion, they, they've never done anything that's not all that great. I mean, the worst of the Marvel movies are enjoyable to me. So. You know, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm on board. That's all good. Um, oh, and and for those of you, since I, I don't think we've ever talked about it in the podcast, uh, but you've heard it at the beginning, the the theme song I use every week is from uh, the, the 1960s Captain America uh, series, and it's it's quite funny. I mean, it's it, but it, but the song is all about the shield, and this whole miniseries is kind of all about the shield, so. That's why that's where we get that from. Just so you know, where we're grabbing our sound from. I, I like some of the music from the the show. There, yeah, the something at the very at the very end of the credits. Usually, I liked. Yeah, I won't say well, I don't like it. I would just say it doesn't like immediately say Falcon Winter Soldier. It's not Soldier. like almost went Falcon Winter Soldier are here again or anything, which is what I'm looking for. So that's why I grabbed. What you, what you get out of the, out of the sixties? That was the 60s in a nutshell. Yes. <laughs> oh, and his mighty shield. <laughs> Everyone must yield and all that. Yeah, that's that's, that's my kind of lyrics. State <laughs> Gilligan's Island meets uh, Brady Bunch sort of lyrics is what I'm <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, this, this, is, this is a story of Falcon and Winter Soldier. They... <laughs> <laughs> are here to to uh, in a six part series. To, yeah, that's that's what I'm looking for. But no, just to hit you over the head with it. Yeah, yeah. They they've never contacted me to help write the theme song. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> that could be very helpful. Uh, so, what else in this uh, episode like stands out to you, Bob, as um, being interesting or great action scenes? A lot of great, really good action scenes. Yep. Um, I don't think that one other guy ever did kill the Falcon, though. He was the guy that was hooked up with Carly when all he wanted to do was kill, was kill Falcon, right? Right. I don't think he did. What happened to him? He was just Falcon just like shot out the window. Yeah, I I, I can't remember, but it's like yeah. I guess they left just left him behind because he was a minor player. There's a lot of really good action scene with uh, the other Captain America holding the van up. Yeah. Just all the yeah, and the Falcon uh, Winter Soldier too. Well, that was to me that was a scene that was a little dicey because we know that he doesn't have super strength, and so we're believing he's holding this uh, vehicle, this ultra heavy vehicle up, because um, he does it for a few seconds, like on his own, just with his jetpack, which I think would sort of just sort of, if it had enough strength to do that, it would just sort of squish you. On the, if you're between his jetpack and a and a truck and a truck, I think you'd get squished, but. On the other hand, we have to trust the fact that the uniform was designed by the Wakanda people. And so it, it, they say it's vibranium or whatever. So I guess it's it's really tough and protects oh, it or somehow. Referring to the other, the Wyatt Russell character was holding oh. the back. And then, and then Sam shoots up and pushes it up. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that was that whole that whole like all the action sequences were really interesting and intricate. Yes. yes. Well, and then he has the two. Uh, he has two of his red wings instead of one, and they both end up being on the truck and helping push it up. And so that makes it believable to my mind. I go, okay, well, maybe they got a lot of thrust on those things. And so um, I, I, I think it's interesting. I, I, I would have went with Red Wing and then had one that was blue and called it Blue Wing or something and, and had the two. <laughs> but that's and me. We, so. why we forgot White Wing. I know, exactly. That's the thing. You, at that point, you kind of need three. And then you got Red, White, Blue Wing. <laughs> but uh, no, I, and I... I Red Wing essentially in this almost becomes a character throughout the course of this series. And I kind of like that. I kind of like that, that, that he sort of talks to him in uh, it, it, not the way you would talk to a computer and, or, or say, um, you know, it's, it's not like Alexa, go do this and then do this. It's simply take that guy out and then it does whatever it needs to do. And so it's obviously got some AI going on. I used to sort of remind, remind me of the uh, the bird in that Speed Racer would use. Yes, I thought the drum. same thing. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe it's the same sort of shape. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, but like <laughs> Bob's saying, if you watch episodes of Speed Racer, he's got one of his buttons on at least some of the episodes. Not very many episodes that feature the little bird thing, but a few. But then it, it'll launch this bird out of this mechanical bird out of uh, Speed Race's car, and it'll go do something. Usually, take like surveillance or something. That yeah. It and so it's not it's not completely different than than Red Wing uh, on this. It does, seems like a less smart Red Wing. It's probably an earlier version of Red Wing. Uh, they should at some point show him like turn over Red Wing so we see the bottom of it and it says in small like, like based on speed racer technology and <laughs> pops it's popular pops of design exactly I'd love pops it. Razor. <laughs> designed by pops razor <laughs> uh, that's why I like doing this with Bob because no one else would ever get that tie into speed racer <laughs> the two of us and we both hit on it together it's like okay yeah that makes sense to me uh, anyway uh yeah uh, a nice sixth episode nice ending of the series um i liked it at the end the uh speech by uh sam and you know it ties in black lives matter to you know kind of everything going on in society and yet they did a really nice job of it because they the there's a, a show I've mentioned it before called uh, Assembled, and it's um, it it's a summary of the series and goes over with the writers and directors and the actors and everything. And there's a really nice section in this one where the writer talks about that scene of the speech scene, and he says that was just me and the actor, I forget the actor's name, that plays Sam, just spending hours going over every line of dialogue and figuring out how is this going to work. And I believe the actor said, Anthony, Anthony Mackie. This is a speech. I need to do this where I'm talking to somebody. So it's like a conversation. And then I think it grows organically out of that. And so that's what they did is, is they had it like be not a speech where he turns to camera and says this, 
you know, uplifting speech, but where he actually talks to someone, I think it's a senator or something, that he's explained they need to do better and um, and why he's a black Captain America and the whole thing. And it, and it's really well done. And uh, I could see why it took them hours and hours and hours to write that together. And it's neat to know that the actor and the writer got together and pounded that out together. So that's kind of cool. And it's Anthony Mackie. Yeah, Anthony Mackie's the character. The actor. There you go. That's uh, that one. Yeah, that is they pulled it off, but that's a, actually a hard thing to pull off without getting sound really preachy. Yes. Which they did. They pulled it off without making it sound like he was giving a sermon. Yep. And that is exactly what he was trying to avoid. And I think they did a good job. It probably walks a little closer to the sermon line than you would hope, but it certainly it does work. And and they didn't cross that line. It didn't, like, it didn't feel like they were jumping the shark or anything. It was good. And it's a piece that I think needed to get said. This whole, this whole series um, really, I think, was essentially them saying, we can't really just sort of give the shield to a black guy, have him become Captain America, and have him never address any of the conflicts that would be in being a symbol of America for a black man. And I think this whole series, that's what this is all about, is him working it through accepting that mantle of being Captain America. And I think it was really important. And I think it was better done as a six part series than in a, a, a film. I think it's good that they handled it this way. Um, anyway, that's my opinion. Um, Bob, what, do you, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it definitely has tie-ins to society. And it, it just, it would have been, probably wouldn't have worked if he just would have picked it up at the beginning. Yeah. Because well, obviously, the character's got a lot of conflict about it. Yes. And there's other pieces in the film where he's got reasons to be conflicted about it. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So I think, yeah, I think it was well done. I, I think it was an important series for them to do. Um, I, I just got to say, both of these series, both this and uh, the WandaVision series, they've both done things that I feel like wouldn't have been storylines you could have done very well in the movies, but excellent storylines, important storylines to their characters, serviced a lot of character information, generated new characters for us and things. I, I can't imagine how they could have done these better. They did a really nice job. So that's, that's my opinion. I guess the only thing I would say in this is the main focus, of course, is Falcon becoming Captain America. And Bucky is there as a side character and, a, and a, a great side character. But sort of seeing the title as Falcon and Winter Soldier, it just made you feel like it was going to be more equally split. But I'd say I don't wouldn't call this a 50-50 presentation. I'd call it like a 75% uh, Sam's journey and 25% um, the journey of Winter Soldier, um, which is probably what it should have been. And that's fine. Um, and I don't know how you would show it in the title saying mostly Falcon and a little bit of Winter Soldier. I mean, that title just doesn't work as well as Falcon and Winter Soldier. So <laughs> there was there was some Winter Soldier in it. I mean, the whole storyline with him trying to like go through the list. Oh, yeah. No, there's no the list. List. But yeah, definitely a lot more Falcon of, of Falcon in it. Yeah. 
I would say the A storyline is Falcon and the B storyline is Winter Soldier. So, yeah. Yeah. But that's okay. Well, and it, at least they knew enough to go Falcon and Winter Soldier instead of Winter Soldier and Falcon because then it would have really thrown you off. So, <laughs> he is listed first and it mostly focuses on him. Now, I would say if they do another Falcon Winter Soldier or Captain America Winter Soldier or whatever series, if they were to do another one, they could definitely split it 50-50 or have it mostly focus on Winter Soldier because I think this story is the story that needed to be told for for Falcon to become Captain America, but now it'd be fine to be 50-50 and both actors are excellent. So, all right. Well, uh, I'm good leaving it there unless you have anything more you want to cover on this one. Yep, I'm good. Yeah. Um, Like Bob says, great action scenes in this. Uh, Wonderful acting, like like we've said. Uh, Just a very worthwhile episode. Uh, to me, these last three really cap off this series and do a great job. Um, whereas the first three, you know, they were all right. And, and there was a little more filler in there, it felt like. And But uh, getting the last three was definitely worthwhile. So enjoy, and I hope you enjoy this whole series. And tune back into us when we bring Falcon here in a, I'm not Falcon, uh, Loki in a few weeks. So that'll be great. Thanks, Bob.